Welcome to Not the Worst Pastors Podcast. This is Pastor James Felipe Gomez coming to you from Sturgeon Bay, Wisconsin, Prince of Peace Lutheran Church. And I'm here with my buddy, my coworker, my pal, Matthew Coyne from Manton, Manton, Michigan. Yes. Rollins Church. Yes. How are you doing this morning, Matt? I'm doing fine. How about you, James? I am fantastic, except for this little buzzing in my headset. I'm sorry. You know what? I'll take it after the voice issues last week, which, by the way, everyone, I'm sorry that my voice left last week and we couldn't record an episode. And but Phil, Phil, Phil Rockwell was just <laughs> pleased as punch that you were not saying anything at all, apparently. Yeah. I was wondering why he's always texting me. He never wants to call, but it's cool. I, lo- <laughs> I love you, Phil. But in all the tech issues we had, we are literally recording this. If you're listening to this on Tuesday, November 1st, we are recording it at 7.30 in the morning because it's been such a road to make this happen. So, James... I know no one's going to call your church at 7.30 in the morning, but make sure your phone is you, on silent. You know, you would think that that's the case. <laughs> oh, by the way, I can hear the construction on your oh, end, so that's fantastic, good, too. Good. So. We just can't, yeah, there's work right outside my window. so There's something. There we go. Um, yeah, so it, it's early. Um, I mean, earlier than normal, I guess. But um, I have a story. Uh, my last parish at Glencoe, uh, Good Shepherd Lutheran in Glencoe, they... Um, uh, th- th- there was one incident uh, early in my ministry there where I was there super late. I don't know. Oh, no, it was the custodian who was super late. I wasn't there in this case. Uh, Wes Olson was there and th- somebody called. It was like 1030 at night or 11 o'clock, something like that. And somebody calls. He answers, talks to her. And she and her husband, uh, this is Barb and Jean Raymond, they end up coming to church, joining and being super active members of the congregation. And she always told the story of how so how impressed she was <laughs> that she was able to call, not expecting to get an answer, by the way, but maybe just check on the service times or mm-hmm. something like that. And um, and so that was that she was always just so happy about that That's... to tell that story and how Wes was so nice when he answered that. That's phone. so cool. That's really, I, you know, it amazes me. I'll come in the next day and see people call it 10, 11 o'clock. And when I'm here later, I always struggle. Do I answer it because it's so late? But then I always do because I'm like, what happens if it's an emergency? So, well, know, right. I mean, what happens if it's an emergency? Plus, it's an opportunity. I mean, to have, you know, some a conversation with people. Yeah. That they are obviously trying to avoid. So that's when Phil Rockwell would call, right? Yes. Yeah. And my cell phone is actually <laughs> on our voicemail for at the church. So fit- No, nah, he won't call that. No. He doesn't want to talk to you. No, you're right. I still love you, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably not even listening because he doesn't like my voice. So anyways. Right. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's waiting for he's waiting for the transcript the transcript of it so we can just read it. Uh, <laughs> oh boy. So, uh, we are going to, uh, I'll say recreate, but mm-hmm. really for everybody else, it's like the first time that they're hearing it. So let's get into this, um, conversation about, um, uh, what churches are doing. This yeah. is kind of a, a shout out episode, one where we just want to highlight what good things churches are doing. We talked about their governance. We talked about what they do in house, and we talked about how the the important 
another aspect that's important of churches is that they are reaching out into their community. Yes. Like that's vitally important for a church to continue to be alive and growing. Wouldn't you say, Matt? Absolutely. And I'm as we said last week, if you're not reaching out into the or two weeks ago, if you're not reaching out in the com- community, you're missing the purpose of the church. Not the whole purpose, but I would argue one of the biggest purposes we have is to reach out into the community. And there's some churches who are are just destroying it in a good way <laughs> in that in that in that area. So uh, yeah, we definitely yeah. wanted to reach out to a few that we personally know of, and maybe it'll give you who's listening some ideas to go to your pastor, or if you're a pastor listening, it'll give you some ideas to say, "Hey, I want to steal that idea." And let me tell you, maybe the stories we share with you, you don't we don't have the permission to say, but I guarantee you anybody in ministry is okay if you steal their idea. Because Absolutely. We, sure. Totally. <laughs> yes, we want to reach out in the community more effectively. So Yes. But we also would love it if those same people were listening, if they would uh weigh in on social media yes. or a text message of some kind, you know, reach out to us, let us know the things that you're doing. We'd love to highlight that, give you a little shout out. And it's not to sing your praises. I mean, I'm sure you'll feel good. Like, Oh, we're doing a good thing, but it's, it's encouraging mm-hmm. to hear about other churches doing those things. This last week I saw on Facebook that the Sturgeon Bay Moravian church had a bunch of kids singing and um, well, sharing some music during their service on Sunday. Well, that's encouraging to me. Yeah. And so yeah. I shared what our kids were doing in church on Sunday. And it's, it's not a competition. It's a, hey, we're, we're, the, things are going well. This is fun. Let's be encouraged and encourage one another with the things that, that are going on. Yep. So this is an opportunity for that. So Matt, let's, why don't you start us off w- with sharing about one of the, the pastors or churches that you were thinking about uh, that's doing a, a cool thing? Yeah. So there's a church, I'll start with uh, our community. There's a church in our community doing something very similar to what Prince of Peace does, uh, James, where they do Wednesday community meals. It's a free meal. But the reason I want to highlight, because I'm sure people are like, oh, we see that again. James does this. But this is a pretty small church in a town of less than 2,000 people who are able mm. to pull this off through the pandemic. Um, they turned it into a drive through just again like i know you did at a prince of peace but this church is probably half the size of yours if not smaller and they were able to pull this off through the pandemic and to today they continue uh they put a sandwich board sign out front that says free meal tonight five to five thirty and it's still a drive-through because they don't have the volunteers to be able to man and eat in dinner. And so I know people in the community have said, well, why can't we eat back inside? And the pastor goes, we can't. This is what works for us. And so I, uh, this is a shout out to Pastor Jeff over at the United Methodist Church and his whole team uh, in Manton who makes this possible, who it just amazes me that they can still pull this off on a weekly basis with, I, yeah. think, I think, three or four people pull this off. So Okay. So, yeah, way to go, Pastor Jeff. You know, you'd use the resources that you have and the desires, the passions that God's put on your heart. So they want to feed people. Yeah. So they provide it in the way that they do. I'm sure they would love to see it grow. But, you know, right mm-hmm. now with the three, four or five people that they've got, they're going to make a go of it and, you know, see how it goes. Yeah. And, so fantastic. And one of the things, too, real quick, is uh, the school district here, 70 percent 
or more is on free reduced lunches uh, at the schools. And mm. so everybody is on free reduced or free lunch uh, at Manton. So this is a pastor and a church you saw. This is a huge need in this community and they were able to continue to go through it. So that was good. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And I know you mentioned Prince of Peace does stuff like that, yeah. but during the pandemic, uh, the local um, hospital uh, did a little head, uh, headed up. Well, and um, what was it? The, the community foundation, I think, is is was involved in it in feeding people, and they mm-hmm. got creative with how to feed people. And so, I think that's the name of the game. You know, you might have to be creative to carry out the work. Yes, it's not just going to be handed to you. So that's why it's a good idea to keep sharing the ideas because it can inspire you to to do something. Yeah. So cool. Well, one of the the people that I would like to highlight is Pastor Ben Squires, who is at Bethel Lutheran in Gurney, Illinois. Um, I don't have I've got a couple of, of little things. I don't he's probably doing a bunch of other things because I just go with what I see on Facebook. But um I mean he has a personal friend, but we don't talk all the time. Uh the thing I'd like to highlight is that he and other people, I think he brings them into the mix, greet students at the local school dis, school school district. Mm-hmm. And when they come to school in the morning, sometimes they have a sign that just asks a question or you know something simple like uh, tell Pastor Ben what your favorite color is or, you know, favorite dinner or lunch or something. I mean, those those kinds of questions, simple engagement. But the, the point of it all, though, is that he shows up. It's yeah. not necessarily that the, the questions are awesome, but that he's there. He's engaged. He wants to be there for them. And I know he's brought other pastors. And there was one in particular. He brought a um, a Muslim gentleman. I don't know if he was a a leader in the church or just, you know, a member of a, of a local mosque or something. I don't know. But the the point is that they wanted to demonstrate um, encouragement. Um, they wanted to say that we're, we're here mm-hmm. and we care about you. So awesome. that was a cool thing that he was doing. He's done some other artwork uh, to highlight social, social justice issues. And so I see a lot of that stuff. And so pastor Ben Squires is doing a fantastic job thinking out of the box in Gurney, Illinois. They're every day. Um, I don't know if it's every day. I don't see it every day, but you know, I mean, once uh, is more than (laughs) you see in the community. So, um, right. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And they're not, they're not pushing an agenda except for their agenda of, wanting to love the kids. Yeah. Like that's it. And how often do we talk about that? That you don't have to push the agenda, just being there and build relationships and let the kids know, I love you. I care for you. I'm here for you. And that goes such a long way. So totally awesome. All right. What else you got? So this one's a little different because it's not necessarily community outreach, but actually two uh, pastors that we know uh, mutually, James and, I would consider friends as Andrew and Tim down in Florida. They do this thing with some other local churches who, uh, where they they call them uh, church shirt exchanges or swaps. And what they do, <laughs> there's, there's a lot of room for error in what you just said there, right? <laughs> so I said it slowly. So you know, Tim will wear the shirt of Andrew's sh- uh, church and vice versa. And on Sunday mornings, they'll put the logo up on the church uh, or up on the. Uh, screen and pray for the other church and tell a little bit about what that church is doing. So Andrew over at safety uh, Harbor and then uh, Tim over at uh, Lake Lakeview, uh, they 
talk about what the other churches are doing and how they can be praying for them. And, uh, and again, there's some other churches involved. And James, you and I have talked about how much we love that idea. What a cool way to yeah. unite the big C church, the ecclesia, God's called out ones, by saying, here's what this church is doing. They're sharing the gospel. They're reaching out the way they're supposed to. They're in unity in it. Let's pray for them. Let's walk alongside them. And so I, I think that if, again, I wish more communities would do stuff like that. Well, you know, I'm a fan of working together where we can. Yes. Instead of saying, well, you know, I don't agree with you on that. So therefore I can't work with you on anything. Uh, I know people are concerned about the slippery slopes, you know, or whatever, yeah. but I'm more interested in, in identifying those, those good things and rejoicing when another church is doing a good thing. Yeah. So, um, and to highlight those, to pray for them. So they're kind of like pen pals, you know, sharing information and, I mean, they're not writing back and forth necessarily, but but praying for one another, mm-hmm. prayer pals. Yeah, that's what they we can call that. Yeah. So I think I need a. I think I need to get some logo shirts for something for for Prince of Peace here. I think yeah. you've got you've got stuff. Oh, at, I do. Uh, yeah. I got Rollins Church. Don't I you? got swag, especially with Ryan here now. We got we got we're getting swag in here left and right. So <laughs> I'm ready. Oh, you mean Ryan of Promotions Guy <laughs> fame? <laughs> Who makes all the Bibles that we give away possible here on the show, which I gave away. That guy? I gave away another one last week. Uh, so, yeah, Ryan makes all that possible. And he also is our uh, our shirt guy. He's our shirt guy and promo guy, mugs, all that fun stuff. So, Well, I we have at Prince of Peace, we've got our 50th anniversary coming up oh. in 2024. The church is slightly younger than I am. Which kind of freaks me out, but <laughs> it's just a couple of months. But um, so that's coming up. So I think I'm going to have to get myself in touch with you Ryan. Will. You will get some, get some, some, some shirts. Some I'm wearing swag. His right now. See, VBS. Of course you are. VBS. You always wear the logo stuff. Yeah, he always. He's like, "What is it with you?" I said, "Listen, if it's free and it's comfortable, <laughs> I'm going to wear it." <laughs> right. Well, all the Thrivent t-shirts too, oh, right? Those, those are, are yeah, those are so comfortable, <laughs> super soft, <laughs> beautiful. Uh, all right. Well, I wanted to highlight um, a local, semi-local to me guy as well. I had an experience um, a couple weeks ago, well, recently enough, where a guy was released from the hospital. He called me because he was supposed to go back to his house or his apartment in Algoma, and he just the living situation just whatever. He couldn't go back there. And so then he's basically homeless. He doesn't have any family around. Um, so he's really struggling. Well, what do I do? So he calls, we didn't have a previous connection, but I know that he, well, I know pastor Brian personally at Lakeside community in Algoma. And so I got in touch with him and he got in touch with the PD and the sheriff department and they figured stuff out. So a little bit of this is thank you to Brian for stepping up. I mean, I, I, I called him. Yeah, but I, I put stuff out there on Facebook and a number of people sent me a message about it, that they were willing to help. Um, my, my cousin, Aaron and his wife, Jensina from St. Paul area, the twin cities area, they messaged and were like, ah, we'll put them up for a night. Somebody else from Valmy here in door County and somebody from Glencoe, Minnesota. They're all like, ah, I want to help. And, and, Sometimes they just believe that helping any kind of person in any way is the right thing to do, which, I mean, we're not going to fight that, yeah. but sometimes we disagree on 
what way is the most helpful Correct. way. Yeah. Um, and so we sometimes run into that, but just the fact that they were willing to put some money out there for a guy they don't know, for a situation they don't know, was super encouraging. But going back to Brian, um, he was he was really helpful. Like he engaged the conversation. He put some time into it. And um, that doesn't always happen. We kind of, um, you know, keep to our own turf and whatnot. And it was just nice to to work with Brian on something like that. And they've got some good things going down at Lakeside as well. So, yeah, that's awesome. So cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I know Brian a little, obviously. So thank you, Brian. And they got some good stuff going on down there. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. So is there anything else from our uh, that any other churches that you just thought of or because I know we kind of prepped those a little yeah. bit. But. Um, no, not. I mean, I think we've shared throughout this series uh, a few from other churches. So those are the two that I kind of wanted to highlight. So I think they're doing some good okay. stuff. So, yeah, that, yeah. that's kind of what I got to. Yeah. So but I mean, do we. I mean, we've been sharing up kind of about our church as well throughout this. I know, you know, I've been talking about, you know, if, if some I've been on the whole parade thing lately because of what we did it for the Labor Day parade. So uh, and if the you did scooping or whatever, the cleanup. <laughs> yeah. So if you didn't hear that show, um, we actually follow behind the end of the Labor Day parade, which is the biggest parade in this little town. I mean, a few hundred people show up, maybe even over a thousand. And so we were cleaning up all the candy and all that stuff at the end. <clears throat> and I was just blown away at the impact uh, that people were so appreciative and reaching out. So uh, that is something that a church of any size can do. Uh, and it just actually this mm-hmm. Sunday, again, we had the head of the chamber at the church visiting. We had to invite a friend Sunday and uh, he thanked me again for it. So I just thought that was great. Did you Were there horses in the parade? There were, but we did not have to clean up after them. <laughs> Cows, goats, yeah, you know, no, not just doggos. They, they had their own cleanup crew behind them. The kids, we had like seven kids helping, and they were like, We don't have to clean up the horse poo, do we? I'm like, <laughs> We'll find out, which I knew we wouldn't. I just made just scared them. I'm sure horse poo smells and it's grody and all that, but it always seems like it's just like kind of clean, like chunks. Yeah, it, it's usually <laughs> just like a, a scoop and go, but there's st- there's still remnants, but heavy too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's how that's all i know about horse poo <laughs> glad to share that with heavy, everyone today clumpy <laughs> you know but ministry is like this right it's not clean it's 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 messy it's dirty i mean we have to go with what's some things are just totally unexpected yeah whether it's a phone call at 7 30 in the morning construction outside in the morning phone call at night we kind of got to be yeah. on and we're not perfect we can't do everything exactly right but sure you know are. we want to be prepared to do the things because people are going to bring those things to us at a variety of times. Yes. And, uh, you know, uh, whatever the passage is about being ready in season, but that's to give an account, you know, yeah. be ready to share the gospel, but we have to be ready to, to live the gospel all the time too. So, you know, that's, you know, that, that's not, that's kind of a general statement, but so we want to just thank the, the churches that we've yes. highlighted for being an encouragement to us, which it obviously is. And in their communities, and keep up the good work. And like I said before, if there's anybody who was hearing this that wants to share what their church or their pastor or community is doing to reach out and be the hands and feet of Christ in that area, share that stuff with us. Yes, We'd love to highlight do. it and share Steal it with it. the 
share it with the world. You know, whatever number of people are listening to this bad boy of a podcast, uh, we'd like to share it and um, and highlight that. Yes. Yes. So, so, hey, James, before we head out, today's November 1st, which means yeah. according to some people, I'm officially allowed to start playing Christmas music today. Not everybody, but some I can. So with that said, we have an exciting announcement for everyone. Wait, wait, wait. Is that Mariah Carey I hear playing in the background? Or is that construction music grating on my ears? I will be turning on Mariah Carey after we are done. No, probably not. Um, um, okay, well. So uh, we will... Uh, uh, Jimmy Fallon did a, 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 a new Christmas song with uh, a duet with Dolly Parton. I Check saw that one out. I heard about it, yeah. And um, also David Crowder came out. It's called Milk and Cookies. It's his first uh, Christmas album. I just saw that yesterday, so... Uh, but oh. Christmas music. So <laughs> Christmas season is coming oh. our way. Uh, we are actually uh, this Advent season. Not the worst pastors would love to journey through the Advent season with you. So we are going to begin on Sunday, November 27th, the first Sunday of Advent. We are going to start uh Every Sunday in Advent, so the 27th, the 4th of December, 11th of <clears throat> uh, December, and the 18th, we're going to do a live show every Sunday at 7.30 Central, nope, 6.30 Central, 7.30 Eastern. So again, 6.30 Central, 7.30 Central. We're going to be doing a live show on our Facebook page. Uh, it's going to be a regular show, and we're going to just uh, have some fun with it, but also journey through one of John Piper's. Uh, advent devotionals and then every day during the advent season we are going to do a mini show of about five to seven minutes uh just talking about that day's devotional so we hope you can join us again starting sunday november 27th uh 6 30 central 7 30 eastern time uh we want to join you and your family uh to just journey through the christmas season james i'm excited you know how I love Christmas. <laughs> I can hear that in the tone of your voice. <laughs> you James, know I love Christmas. I am excited. <laughs> I'm trying to hold to it back. The joy in my heart. <laughs> I'm trying to hold it back. So yeah, understated. That's who you are. Yes. That's okay. Yeah, should be an exciting time because yes. I like this. I like the podcast. I love talking to you. I love sharing stuff. I agree. You know, some of it's Same totally way. real, and I mean, well, it's all real. Some of it's relevant, and it's a joy to to record. So that's super fun. I'm looking forward to the to the daily. Um, I guess recording and sharing of, of stuff and we're not going to spend the first you know if we're going to go like five minutes we're not going to spend the first three minutes just bantering about our lives we're going to get <laughs> we like, right down into it right yes <laughs> just we promise hit it. Well, we can't promise that we still may <laughs> no we'll still wander off into the weeds sometimes yes but that's so, cool yeah all right well James thanks well, you sign us out James all right well this has been not the worst pastors podcast with James and Matt I'm glad that you could join us today and we'll see you next time.